yesterday you said Saquon making tangible progress. We didn't do a very good job following up. What does that mean? What's tangible progress for him? That's really tied more into the strength and medical in terms of the numbers they're looking at and where his body is compared to where it was in the past. So the tangible results right there really reflect on the numbers where they can measure things you know, directly with his strength, his recovery, you know, all that stuff. So, you know, there's sheets and stuff they go over all the time. I just kind of tell them, say, keep me informed in terms of where he is in the ramp-up process and, you know, where you think he is compared to, you know, last week, the week before, and things of that nature. So is there like a quantitative point he needs to get to in their eyes before they, you know, clear him? I think it's more than just a point. It, there's a, uh, I think with this, we got to take the whole picture into consider, consideration. There's the point physically of what he has to hit, like any player, but then there's also the measure of getting on the field and having the confidence to play at that speed. And that's just going to come with phasing him in the right way in the practice. And I've explained to Saquon, I've said this before, he's not going to go 0 to 100 when he comes back like any of our players. You know, Blake will be out of practice with us again today, and he's not going to take every rep that he would normally take either. This is a situation where we're going to get this guy phased in, indie, some group work, limited teamwork, make sure that his body's in the right position to keep phasing him going forward. You're in the protocol and you're ramping them up. Yeah. Is that, I mean, you said you learned some of this stuff from last year, what to do, but is that, are they all the same as far as, you know, did they have issues with COVID that now have to be rectified? Or you say, I don't care if they had symptoms or anything, this is what we're doing because this is what we think is the best thing now. Well, first off, we've definitely learned they're not all the same. And everybody's affected by this virus differently and exposure to it. So even if we learned last year people were just close contacts, we have to take into account the time away from training that they've had, whether that's five days, 10 days, two weeks, whatever it's been in different measures. We have to take into account when they haven't been training hard with us, just like any new player we get into our program, we've got to make sure we don't assume they're ready to go, put them out there. Normally the first day, the you know, anxiety's up, the urgency's up, they get through practice. It's the second, third day when that toll becomes a factor right there. So they're not all the same. We definitely consider each guy as an individual. Um, both guys will keep doing more than they've done in the past. You know, we'll start, you know, doing a little bit more with Tony football-wise today. He'll be involved a little bit with some individual and some group work as we phase him on through. We'll kind of see where his body reacts today as we build him in the team going through the week. What are you looking for today? You know, you got your pads for the first time. Okay. Well, I think the biggest thing the first day in pads we've got to stress with our team is obviously the intensity's up, the urgency's up, but we've got to make sure that we play at the prescribed tempo, that as coaches we control the tempo of the drill, and as players we don't abandon our technique and fundamentals. It's natural to go ahead and try to raise the intensity, raise the speed of the game. That happens naturally putting pads on for the first time. We've got to make sure that all things we've been working, you know, football position, feet, hand, eyes, knee bend, are keeping the head out of contact, seeing what you hit. That's got to carry over. We can't turn around and say it's the first day of pads, handcuffs are off, and everyone just go ahead and just play as you want right there. We've got to make sure we enforce the fundamentals for the you know, effectiveness and the safety of our players mostly. And we're going to have some situations where we say this is more live, we're going to have a lot of situations where it's more we call team tempo, where that's really thud, let the runner finish. If the runner's facing us, we're going to pop them, thud them up, then let them go ahead and finish down the field so the defensive backs can finish their space, pursue, and angle of entry. We're going to work that. What we're not looking for in team tempo is running back gets in a pile of defensive linemen, and all of a sudden it just looks like a mosh pit, and then no one else gets any work. We want to make sure the running back or receiver, whoever that is, continues down the field, gets as much work as he can on open field running techniques, and then everyone else can get their pursuit for tackling. Joe, you had said yesterday you explained that the idea of the, the tight red zone and, and kind of gradually moving <clears throat> excuse me, towards the middle of the field. When the pads go on, do you go back to start in the tight areas or do you just kind of continue the gradual? We continue with our progression. We're in the field right now. What we do a little bit differently is obviously when the pads go on, the periods become more run-centric. 
Now, it may be a 12-play period, and maybe it's five to six run plays, but there's more runs mixed in. When you're in shells, you're going to sprinkle a run in here or there, but it's really a passing camp at that point. You have specific run periods when you're in shells. We'll still have a run period itself where it's run, play action passes, and screens uh, that we're going to go ahead and make sure that the players get you know a number of kind of short space contact and the fundamentals of those plays. But then within the team periods themselves, there's going to be more runs mixed in. So that kind of controls some of the volume they're going to have. In terms of the ramp up this week, yesterday was the shortest practice of these first three days. Today will be the longest. Tomorrow will be a little bit reduced. Same type of themes within the practices today to tomorrow, just a little bit less in the overall time on the field. And that's because three days in a row, we make sure we control our players in terms of what we put in a position to do. Joe, how do you think that? I'll get both, so where are we at? Okay. We had three players uh, from uh, some Super Bowl teams here yesterday. Can you share any interactions that you might have had with the team and what your impressions of them were when they were playing? First off, I mean, you know, OC Kiwi and Justin coming back and talking to the team, I mean, that was huge for us. I've said from the beginning, this is a different organization. There is a direct connection between past players past history of these teams and the players who sit in these chairs today. It's important our players understand and have respect for the history that they, you know, come after. They have to understand what's happened, the players who did it, and the culture and the standards that have remained consistent all right, throughout those great times in this organization. Without going into direct specifics of what they said, um, I would just say that everything you could ever ask to be said to a team and need to be said, they covered and covered very directly from a player's perspective. Very strong message. It was very well received. Um, I've heard from a lot of players, a lot of coaches. Uh, I can say from my own perspective of you know the impact that had on the team in terms of understanding the standards, the expectations of former players. This is different. You know, there's some organizations you kind of come and go. This is one of the different ones where the history matters. The history carries over. All right. You know, in terms of former players coming back here, you know, if anyone hasn't heard my voice yet, I hope they hear it now. I want them back. I want them here. I want them involved with our team. I want them here at practice. I want them in meetings. I want them around our players. I want our players to understand the pressure that they should have on them from past players who have achieved great things here. I want these guys in this program. All right, They were here before us. All right, The history of this program will go on after we're gone here. So I want them to understand that they are valued, they're respected, and they're important to the players who are currently on this roster. And our current players have to understand the significance those players played in establishing the culture here. How do you think Daniel Jones has done, and what are you looking for from him today? Yeah, look, I think you know every player on the team right now at this point needs to keep improving on a consistent basis. Daniel's done a lot of positive things. There's no one player, there's no one position group, no one unit All right, that's put it all together yet. At this point, we've all got to coach better and play better. So we're looking for significant improvement as we get through the basic camp, but that comes from daily, step-by-step, put it together. I'm pleased with a lot of things he's done. All right, Obviously, there's things internally that we coach every player to improve on. Okay, every player has something to do. We're far from a finished product. Uh, look, at this time in training camp, you're going to see offense flash, defense flash, certain phases of special teams or players flash at different times. You can't ride that roller coaster going high and low. You just got to watch the tape every day, coach the fundamentals, keep it consistent with what you're demanding of the players so they understand what they do on a daily basis and just keep making sure we coach them well enough that they can improve every day. Joe, your where, secondary was, uh, where was Kenny Wiggins yesterday? Is he out here today? He'll be out here today with the team, yeah. Joe, your secondary looks a lot different this summer than it did at the end of last year. Um, practicing against an improved wide receiving core, where do you think those guys are? James Bradbury, Dory Jackson, all those guys. What's your confidence in them right now? Well, I have confidence every player in this roster, and they've got to come out and compete every day, keep improving that we can have the confidence going to game one, all right, that we can go out there and execute, put a plan together to win. But I'd say in terms of the way those guys work together, uh, they've got a great rapport. They're very competitive. Our DBs versus our receivers, our tight ends, our skill players, 
that's definitely uh, matchups that we're looking to go ahead and watch through training camp and see how guys measure up against each other. I love the way they're working right now. That being said, everyone's a far way away from where we need to be. We've got to improve across the board in all aspects, all phases, every single player, every coach. We've got to keep doing our jobs better. If we think right now is any measuring stick to where we're going to be, then we have no standards you know, to live up to here. Yeah, I like the way every day comes out to work, improvement on his details. It's definitely shown up as he's gone through, you know, spring with us, training camp to this point. His conditioning's improved every day because the way he's practicing and attacking every day. I'm very pleased with that. Uh, he's a fun guy to coach. You know, I think he's a guy like a lot of these guys are waiting for the pads to get on because that's really where their game steps up a lot. Two more, two more. What made Mike Glennon the right choice for this team's backup quarterback? Unless I'm missing one, there's not an obvious staff connection to him throughout his career, and I feel like quarterback of quarterbacks usually go somewhere they're familiar and coaches usually sign somebody they're familiar with. But we just like Mike from knowing him in the league. You know, he had history, obviously, and some experience, you know, playing a lot of games in this league. He's had some production along the way. He's got a physical tool set we think will fit into our system very well. We like his demeanor and his mentality as far as coming on in. We obviously looked at a lot of quarterbacks this offseason. He was a guy that was available and was a fit for us. So working with him, Clayton, Daniel every day, trying to get him as good as we can. And competition will sort itself out. What, what did what did uh, Matt Perch show you guys last year in the in the reps you gave him? And then what, what do you want to see from him as he ramps back up and in his second training camp now that he's in, you know building up to an NFL you know size and all. What that. was the second part of that question again? Just uh, what do you want to see from him in his second training camp? Yeah, it kind of sounded a little bit like a broken record. I mean, I just want to see consistent improvement from him right now. But what we saw last year was you know a competitiveness, a very coachable player and daily improving. That was something that showed up. You know, the first action he got last year was against Washington, that first game we had. It was kind of on short notice. He jumped on in there. We threw him out there on the edge, and he held it pretty well for us. And as we went forward, they gave us confidence to mix him through. We had a three-tackle rotation, and he kept getting better week by week. He had a setback with an injury at the end of last year that kind of took a little bit of playing time away from him because he couldn't physically go out there and do it 100%. But we had confidence in him every game last year to put him out there when he was healthy. And, you know, look, right now between all of our tackles, we're looking for all these guys to keep on improving. As many players as we have that are able to play in the game, we're going to go ahead and play.